Hey, welcome everybody to our midweek update. And uh, something is deeply wrong. Listen, we're going to get there in just a minute. Going to really connect some dots. And uh, because there's things that are going on that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to. You guys are pretty sharp. So I'm pretty confident you guys are, but we're going to connect some dots here in just a minute. But before we go there, just a quick update. Um, listen, as many of you found out, I was, uh, uh, as I gave a message on Sunday morning at the church I am pastor at, um, I am now officially going full-time with Hope for Our Times. I'm excited about that. And uh, as we look back at, to what God has done in 2023, and we project into 2024, uh, God is doing some amazing things, folks. And it's just really incredible. Uh, we have opportunities in Mexico, uh, over 35 pastors and counting, adding to it, that we're able to now minister to, connect with. And uh, because of the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, he came the first time and he's coming again. And it's through the prophecy messages that all kinds of doors are opening and not just down in Mexico. So we're looking forward to that. Appreciate your prayers, support. We really need it. But also in Brazil, God's just blown open a door there. Uh, we're going back to Europe uh, for all of you over in the UK. We'll be in Ireland and Scotland again. And then we're also going to be in Switzerland. This is all Lord willing. And uh, if we're not raptured, I get all of that. Uh, but we're looking and going, hey, this is what we do. We press toward the goal uh, of the upper call of God that we have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so that's what we're doing. Until we are called home, we never stop. We press harder. And as I look at other things that are happening, I can't announce too much yet because there's a lot going on. But I will say this. It looks like in January, uh, we have a program that's going to be starting. It's going to be in uh, somewhat of a partnership with his channel and with Hope for Our Times and it's going to be called the Tom Hughes Report. Um, we have some things coming up also that uh, we're working on between myself and Todd Hampson. Man, I am so excited. You know Todd from uh, Prophecy Pros. He does that with Jeff Kinley. Uh, but God is really doing some amazing things. Now, I have a lot more to tell you. Um, we're, we're also going to be involved in some church planting, 412 churches out there. Because, listen, the, the model that we have at Hope for Our Times in 412 Church, um, where you know we, we said, hey, this is what we're going to call our name, 412 Church, Win Disciples Send, Acts 412, Hebrews 412, Ephesians 412. I still press forward with that thought process in churches, but also with hope for our times. Uh, because the here's what you got to be about. Uh, as we continue forward, we got to be the same mind. Here's the mind. All the essential doctrines of Jesus Christ, the virgin birth, the trinity, you're saved by grace through faith in Jesus alone. And there's salvation in no other, right? So we get all of the doctrines of Christianity that we need. But also with this, here's something else. Uh, we teach that Jesus is coming again. We teach in the rapture of the church. And we also uh, teach in the support of Israel, recognizing that we base our beliefs, all of them on what the Bible says, Everything that we mentioned about Christian doctrine and theology, everything that I mentioned about the rapture of the church and Jesus coming again, and everything uh, about supporting Israel, because God, uh, we read what the Bible says about God's covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So listen, folks, I am so excited. Those are just some of the things I can tell you now. 
Uh, come January, I'm going to be able to share more with you guys, maybe uh, in December. But things are exciting. And also, something else, uh, we do have a conference that's coming up in June. Now, check this out. This is going to be with Alex Newman, Dr. David Reagan, uh, Bill Koenig, Jeff Kinley, and myself. And uh, it's a conference that's coming up in June. Now, check out this conference. This is great. We got an incredible price for it. It's seven days and this conference is going to be on a boat, a really big boat. The Royal, uh, it's one of the, um, the Royal Caribbeans. It's called the Venture of the Seas, I believe. It's a really big boat. And uh, we've got a time where we as a group, anybody who goes with us, uh, listen, there, it's going to be great teaching. Um, and so you're going to get everything you need to feed your mind, to lift up your soul, to be encouraged, to be refreshed, link arms with other believers, like-minded people uh, coming from different, uh, different places on the planet, uh, linking arms together, strengthening one another, building relationships, getting to know other people that think like you do, that think like I do. And we get to do it on this incredible boat where we still have ports of call, We'll have messages in the morning. You won't even have to get up early because we're on a boat. And we'll have messages in the evenings after dinner. And, and you're going to have all kinds of free time, the ports of call, all just wonderful food. It'll be a great time. But most of all, our, our minds are going to be strengthened. Our body's going to be refreshed. Our spirit is going to be lifted up. And uh, it's just a time, it's, it's a conference on the seas. And, and, uh, and I mean, and as I mentioned, the price is fantastic. The time is going to be great. I hope that you can join us. I would love to meet all of you. And uh, you can register at hopeforourtimes.com. And uh, listen, 2024, if we're not raptured, and uh, Lord willing, we are moving forward because there's only one way to move. Uh, we move forward. We press toward the goal of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So join us there in June at that conference, Conference on the Seas going to be absolutely terrific. All right, let's get into it right now for our midweek update. And uh, listen, something is deeply wrong. Let's work through this. Bible warns in several different places in several different ways that in the last days, massive shockwaves of mental disorders would roil the world. And it's here, and I can prove it. Whether or not you believe that the World Trade Center attacks, for example, I'm going to use them as a backdrop, so whether or not you believe that the World Trade Center attacks in uh, September 11, 2001 were done by the leadership of Osama bin Laden or by the deep state, state using a, a group of Muslims to perpetrate the attack planned by the U.S. government, uh, this is, it's interesting to watch what's happening now based upon, get this, an alleged letter by Osama bin Laden as a letter to America. Some are saying real, some are saying it's fake. But I want you to work through this because it's playing on the minds of the masses. Regardless of your thoughts on the World Trade Center attacks and who did it, this letter, Making the Rounds, is playing a remarkable part in creating serious deception, which I guarantee you is the plan of the devil himself. As the current story unfolds, in 2002, a group associated with Al-Qaeda published a manifesto they claimed to have been written by Osama bin Laden as a letter to America. The letter attempts to justify the terrorist actions of Al-Qaeda. Uh, he based his argument on two things. First, that Jews are evil frauds and that any person or nation that helps them deserves to be attacked and severely punished. 
Second, that Islam is the one true religion and the world must be made to follow it to the letter. I don't have time to go uh, through the long list that he has in his accusations and complaints and justifications within the letter or whether or not any of it is even true. But in the letter, they rail against the Jews and the nation of Israel and make their case that the Jews in Israel must be eliminated and so too America. Today, this letter is sweeping the world and especially the United States via social media and TikTok and on down the list. The timing to me is most fascinating as it comes while the world is turning against Israel and even this seems to be part of a plan. Nevertheless, it's having a profound effect on many people that have read it as it plays heavily upon the emotions. One TikTok user said, this morning I read Letter to America, which is Osama bin Laden's letter to America explaining why he attacked Americans. And I'm ashamed to say that I not only have never read this letter, but I didn't even know this letter existed. The writer of the letter begins, so work through this with me, because this is really manipulating the masses. So the writer of the letter begins his argument with the assumption that his readers share his understanding uh, or unreasoning contempt for the Jews. That's the same approach Hitler took in Mein Kampf. The letter also assumes that its readers will believe in the superiority of Osama bin Laden's extreme fundamental version of Islam. For instance, the letter condemns governments that prevent our people from establishing the, the Islamic Sharia. And as I think about this, I wonder if these people, uh, mainly the young people that are being affected by this on social media, understand what life under Sharia law would be like. Sharia law severely punishes uh, sex outside of marriage and often condemns homosexuals to death. I bring it up because most Americans nowadays, especially with the youth, have been brainwashed into thinking that premarital sex is normal and good and that homosexuality is not just good, but worthy of praise. All right, so moving on, OBL or Osama bin Laden quoted from a translation that gave him blanket permission to kill at will. This version of the verse gives a religious justification for the most extreme violence. To any normal human, those words ought to curdle the blood. In effect, it calls for nonstop holy war across the globe. The letter also quotes Quran 476, which says this, so fight you against the friends of Satan. Interesting, fight you against the friends of Satan. Hundreds of thousands of young people on TikTok are showing their agreement. They call this letter life-changing. One young woman said, so I just read a letter to America and I will never look at a life the same. My thoughts on America will never be the same. In the last 20 minutes, my entire viewpoint on the entire life I have believed and I have lived has changed. Please read that entire letter. She apparently went through a kind of religious conversion, but to a religion that commands terrorism. Think about that. This happened to her as a result of reading a short propaganda piece. Again, a propaganda piece. I want you to think about that, because that is what this is. You must wonder about all this being a psyop 
because it's working. Minds are being changed. Now, work through this with me for just another minute as something is deeply wrong. So the Bible describes a future time when the world will turn its economic system over to a man known in Scripture as the beast or Antichrist. Not only will they turn over the economic system to him, but they will also come to worship him. How is that possible? How could sophisticated, educated, modern people come to worship a fellow human being? Well, the Bible tells us exactly how, and it looks a lot like the present reaction to this letter. We've talked about this before, but never with such a powerful illustration. I suggest you read Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32, and here are some key parts of what that passage says. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. And then he gives an example of vile passions by describing the rise of the LGBTQ plus movement. That's right, the Bible actually does. Romans chapter 1 verse 28 then gives us the breathtaking climax to the process. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. These verses describe the wrath of God revealed from heaven in a stunning, chilling way. In these verses, he judges by letting humans believe what they want to believe. They don't want the truth. They prefer to suppress the truth in unrighteousness, and he lets them. He turns human beings over to that. Believe me, that's a major judgment. Without truth, what's left? How do we communicate? How do we build? How do we work together to achieve anything without the trust engendered by a common adherence to truth? God will let people become fools. He will let them exchange truth for lies. He will let them worship themselves. He will give them over to the vile passions of their darkest desires. He will give them over to a debased mind. Why are the people so easily believing so many lies? Because they are well along in the process of being given over to debased mind. The King James Version calls it a reprobate mind. Several Bible translations say depraved mind. The Greek here literally means something that must be cast away as worthless. Get that, cast away as worthless. It describes a non-functional mind. I mean, think about that. Cast away as worthless, a non-functional mind, a mind that cannot think straight, even stupid. They are incredibly, listen, as we think through this and you start hearing what people are believing, Folks, there are incredibly stupid people right now and in all forms of society, especially in the Western world, and they're even leading our countries. How will Antichrist be able to so thoroughly deceive the world? How is it that people will become so enamored with him that they actually worship him? The answer is Romans 1.28. That's how Lindsay describes the meaning of that verse. He says, this is the quote, 
they won't be able to think in their own best interest. In other words, they enter into a process of thinking that they think is for their own good, and yet it ends up being their own destruction. Think of the LGBTQ people supporting radical Islam. They want to kill them. Listen, this is happening now, and it's especially affecting the Western world and the more educated. I mean, you look at universities. It's remarkable to watch, and it's only going to get worse. Imagine having a mind so muddled that it believes men are women, a mind that says there's no such thing as men or women, yet they cut off body parts in an attempt to change to the opposite sex that they say doesn't even exist. And they cut off their man parts because they are a man, because they are man parts. Yet they say that they aren't man parts because there is no such thing as a man or they aren't a man or whatever insane thoughts they are having. So then why are, why do they cut off that part if that part doesn't really identify you? I mean, stuff is just nuts. Imagine having a mind so devoid of reason that it sides with those who burn families, butcher babies, randomly murder, kidnap pregnant women, babies, and the elderly. And people, look at this, protest in the streets saying they are supporting a religion of peace that does such things. As they say, we are for peace, they threaten to kill you if you're a Jew. How does this happen? It starts with rejection of the knowledge of God. Although they knew God, Romans says, they did not glorify him as God. Uh, one young woman leaving a message on TikTok seemed both thrilled and horrified by the Bin Laden letter. She said, be forewarned that this has left me very disillusioned and I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. So she deconstructed whatever version of Christianity she once held, whatever that is. There are different interpretations of the phrase deconstructing Christianity, but it almost always means discarding or dismissing the Christian faith. And pretty much anything in the Bible, except the parts they like, like um, you must love others as yourself and so forth, and taking things out of context. But she starts by rejecting God's word, and she soon finds herself embracing anything but God. Their foolish hearts, as Romans says, were darkened, professing to be wise. They became fools. Why? Because they made a choice to exchange, as Romans says, the truth of God for the lie. Some translations say exchange the truth of God for a lie, but it really says exchange the truth of God for the lie. What is the lie? I think it's the lie that goes back to the first clear and open contradiction of truth given in the Bible. In the Garden of Eden, Satan first gave truth a glancing blow by asking in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to Eve, has God indeed said you should not eat of every tree in the garden? And then he went to the heart of of the matter by directly contradicting what Eve knew God said. Satan helped deconstruct Eve's faith in the Garden of Eden when he said in verse 4, you will not surely die. And then in verse 5, he, the serpent, says the other part of the same lie. You will be like God. 
Uh, folks, as we think of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, God also says, I will send them strong delusion, those who would not receive the love of the truth, and they will believe the lie. You will not die, you will be like God. That is the direction of a world that has been turned over to a reprobate mind. Listen, something has seriously gone wrong. Your only protection against these lies and the deception that is here right now, folks, is this right here. It's the Bible. It's God's truth. It's his word. It keeps us from being deceived. Uh, Jesus warned, the first sign he warned when he was asked by the disciples, what's the sign you're coming in the end of the age? Be careful that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. That's what's being claimed now, not just that I am the Christ, but that you can be Christ. You can be like God. You won't surely die. Then Jesus went on and said, there in all of his discourse, he said, the deception will be so great that if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. If it were possible, but it's not possible. For friends, the only way you can navigate through this world right now is with the word of God. Don't turn to the left, don't turn to the right. There's deception on the left, there's deception on the right. There's giant psyops that seem to be going on all over the place. Don't be fooled, it's spiritually dark. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. We stay in the word, we pray to the Lord, we keep our eyes fixed on that which is above, and we remember above all else the hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, our master takes care of us. He's the king of kings, he's the Lord of lords. He's gonna watch over us and he's coming again and we are the victorious ones. But don't be deceived. There's so much stuff on the internet that's out there. Stay in the word, stay fixed on things which are above and listen, and you're gonna get through this mess and we are almost to the finish line. Jesus is coming again. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.